it's really important i think also to have those people behind you because most of the times we think that we do need to do everything alone but you cannot do everything alone it's not it's not possible you always need people other people around you hello friends and welcome to do i need school to be a podcast about creative education in this show me alex is going to sit down with people in the creative field to ask them about how they learn their trade and how they see education going in the future. We're all different and we all learn different ways. So naturally, we're all going to take different paths. If you want to know about how your favorite creatives or others in the creative field got to where they are today, keep listening and let's have some fun together. And here we are. It's episode five. We are done with the first month of the podcast. I'm sorry, I am very excited. <laughs> Yeah, it's I think it's clear from the background music what type of podcast this is. It's very exciting one and this is gen yeah. I should stop talking now and tell you about my next guest, who is Sakisha Valkaran. Sakisha and I met because we actually live in the same city. Yes, she's my second guest who is living in Rotterdam. She and I went to some university, the Willem de Koenig Academy in the Netherlands. And she did a student takeover on Instagram and she put forth a lot of very important points about education and what we both think is missing from creative education. Just a small clarification, we're in no way attacking the Willem de Koenig Academy. We are just using it as a reference point because it's the one that we both know the best and we cannot speak for other institutions since we have not been to those. But these all comments are about education in general. And I think we can all agree that there's something missing and how we can reach that and how we can achieve it and how we can fill in the blanks that we both feel there are. And again, these are only our personal opinions. They do not reflect in any way on anybody badly. Okay, this was a very long-winded way to say that we're going to talk about a lot of things in regards to edu creative education and more specific to what we think is missing. And yeah, I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Sakisha. Good morning. How are you today? Hi, Alex. I'm fine. How are you doing? I am very good. It's a sunny morning. I finished my first work assignment of the day. Oh, nice. And yeah, I was really motivated because I knew that I was going to be talking to you. So Ooh. I thought, okay, I need to like get this done so everything is set. So yeah, very excited, very energized. Nice, nice, nice. Same over here. A little bit nervous, but really excited. Yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. I think I, I, I'm going to show you at the end mm -hmm. the music for the podcast that a friend did for me. Oh, cool. And you'll like understand the vibe and you'll be like, okay, yeah, it, it's, it's very chill. It's nice. essentially circus music. Are you serious? It's, it's kind of, so he wrote it for me. So, but it's, oh. it's very fun. It's very joyful. Mm -hmm. and, but we still talk about serious topics. We still talk about serious topics, but always from a point of curiosity and just having fun and being honest because it's a point of this podcast. Definitely. Cool. So um, I would love to hear and for you to tell the audience uh, who you are and what are you currently working on? Yes, so my name is Akisha Balkaran. I am a 25-year graphic designer and recently graduated fashion designer at Willem de Koning. So I'm really happy I'm finally done. So I was like, after three months, you know, I don't want to do this. And after that, I um, applied for Willem de Koning. And that is actually how I came there. But I know that I don't want to be specifically in fashion, but I want to imply fashion into graphic design and make a combination out of those two because I love to do graphic design work. But yeah, that is kind of my uh, my story. 
That's great. And I think you bring up so many important points mm. in the sense that we that it's a journey of discovery. It's yeah. figuring out what your influences are, then where do you want to go? And then if that's not the right path for you, just switching. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of people, I think, would have stayed in the university and said, yeah, yeah I want to, I'm here already. I'm going to just finish it. But yeah. you had the foresight to say, like, if it's not for me, if it's not the right place for me, I can find another path. Well, it was really hard because I never quit it like an education. So I, I, I lived with my auntie since I was, I think, 15. And she really helped me. Um, she's really my mentor. So I had a lot of discussions with her, like, okay, what should I do? But she saw that I was changing, not in the good way. And um, yeah, I was really getting depressed. And I never cry, but I cried. <laughs> and no, it wasn't. My mental health went down so quickly. It was not. It was not healthy anymore. So that is why I decided, okay, I'm gonna quit. But it was really hard to make to make that decision because I dreamed about going to Amfi, and when I went there, it was horrible. And I was like, no, if I'm doing school, it has to profit me, and I have to do it because I love to do it, and not because it oppressed me. It's oppressing me, so that's why why I quit it. But it was a really hard decision to make. And it's those hard decisions that really shape your path and yeah. take you like, hey, this is not what I want to do. And I also like that you brought up the topic of mental health, because sometimes we don't think about the mental health aspect of education, especially mm -hmm. somebody who just is not in the right place for them or place doesn't nurture them or yeah. somebody that's neurodiverse. And they say, why can I learn? Maybe I'm stupid. And then they get depressed. It's just that mm -hmm. it's not that you're not learning. It's that you're not learning the right way. Right, or you're right. not learning the way that's right for you. Yeah. I love that. That's so nice. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And and who were people who were influencing your life? You mentioned your grandmother. You mentioned your aunt. Yeah. Uh, so when you are working on a project and designing something, whose voice do you listen to the back of your head? Are there influential teachers that taught you something and teacher is very broad sense broad. of the word in this yeah. podcast so like uh, like I, I wrote in the questions um could be an experience could be a book could be anything yeah yeah so for me um like I don't have a lot of designers in my family but the people that really mentored me and it's more I think also mental and you know not be afraid to, to try out and to do things and to make mistakes Um, I really have my pastor uh, and his wife, uh, Pastor Alexander and uh, Pastor Judith, who really mentored me in, you know, getting confidence in what I do. Um, next to that, I have exactly my aunt, um, Tamara Bonham, and my grandmother, who really teach me how to sew and everything with fabrics. Um, my mother, really, she's really supporting. So that's also a big help, I think, in just creating and having making your own business and making decisions that you have someone that supports you no matter what is what is happening and my mother always did that um next to it i have a really good i have two good friends who are always with me and if i have designed things i'm always going to them cheyenne and Sumay, they're my best friends and um yeah when i have questions about or insecurities about what i design and i'm always throwing it to them and i'm saying like yo what would you choose this or that or that or why would you choose this or that and then i'm uh, yeah i can go further so that's yeah they're really my mentors and now for example my husband also um 
he he really goes after his goals and that really motivates me to work harder and to do better and to do the best that I can. So um, yeah, I have, I have quite a lot of mentors, but there are people like in my inner circle and they really know me. So, uh, and they are honest to me. That is the most important thing because most of the time she don't really want to be honest because it can be harsh or it can be painful, but I know that they will back me up even if they say the truth and it's not always fun, but they're always honest to me. And that is what I really appreciate about, about yeah, those people. So you're getting that feedback loop from several people in your life that are not yeah. necessarily teachers that you tell, I have this idea. Well, fine tune it. It's great. Or it's not that good. Yeah. And getting those influences. That sounds awesome. I'm so yeah. happy that you have like a, a core team of people behind you that can support yeah, you. It's really important. I think also to have those people behind you because most of the times we think that we do need to do everything alone. But you cannot do everything alone. It's not It's not possible. You always need people, other people around you. So, yeah, that's why I think it's really important, important to have that support behind you. Totally. And yeah. I think that how you find that support, how you build that little tribe or that little group of people behind you, mm-hmm. some people find it in university with their professors. Some people find it in their families. Some people yeah. find it with their friends. Some people find it just collaborating with others. And did you find in formal education, like in university or in high school, teachers that were influential to you? Yeah, I have a few. Um, I think for my minor uh, project that I did, I had I had a teacher. His his name is Ryan Fisk, and he really understood my process and my thinking way of thinking. So I talked a lot of, a lot with him also about the design part because uh, when I was going to my graduation. I think that my the teachers from my minor, they helped me more than my te- than the teachers from my major, and they understood me more, and they were able to want to understand me because that's also a thing. Most of the times, teachers they just want to put their stuff on you and what they think, and they don't really listen to what you are saying and what your vision is. And I think that um, that teacher really helped me out with a lot of things and gave me a lot of new insights. So I, yeah, I really appreciate him also. Um, and I learned a lot from uh, from him as a teacher. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's so cool. And yeah. I have to say, I had a similar experience, like the first uh, two years in the academy that it was no minor. It was just like the major. Mm-hmm. I would, There were times that I wanted to scream, to be honest. And I thought, oh, why don't you... It's, it's not the same because and it has a lot to do with the fact that we have different life experiences so something that it's important to me as a person that can i wait for the ambulance to pass okay <laughs> i'm in a 17th floor i honestly don't know how i still hear it but okay i guess that's okay. good uh okay the ambulance is gone so i'm gonna repeat that part uh-huh. that at many times it's frustrating because of the different life experiences that everybody has mm. from, I don't know, coming from Latin America, then being Dutch teachers, from being more interested in service design and then being focused on how things function and they being focused on how things look. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of clash there, but it wasn't until I was in my minor in third year that I was like, oh, so here, yeah, now everything makes sense. Now I'm clicking with somebody in this academy. Same. Yeah. yeah. Same experience. Because you are studying graphic design, right? Yes. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the fourth year, so I'm going to start my fourth year in September. Oh, fun. Nice, nice, yeah. nice. 
And the, uh, which, ma which minor did you take? I took uh, commercial practice branding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to be doing also commercial practice, uh, but next design lab. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. But yeah. okay, going back to the podcast. Yeah. Um, so now, how would you think that you would approach being a teacher? Because we're all like your friends are teaching you. Mm -hmm. You are probably also teaching them. Mm -hmm. And you're, we're all teaching at some point in our lives, Definitely. either it's as a friend or as a mentor or something. How yeah. would you take that approach? Would you stick with the honesty approach? Definitely. I think honesty is really important. I was, I was listening to a podcast of the future. And oh, great. Yeah, they are so, they are so good. And he, they talked about teaching and about, um, oh, what's the thing? I forgot the name. It was about being polite. Mm -hmm. And we most of the time see being polite as um, actually not being honest to people and not telling the truth. And he was like, you can, it depends on how you say the truth to someone. Um, but always say the truth because that is being polite because you're not saying the truth to hurt someone, but to let someone grow. So definitely my approach as teacher will be being truthful, being honest, um, but still doing it with a mindset out of love for the, for the person and not to, to bring someone down. Um, and really try to see not my vision, but their vision and really play on, on that part and really try to help that person with what they like or what they want. So really see the, the potential that a person has instead of putting my stuff upon their vision and then, you know, messing up their whole vision. Uh, because that is what happens a lot of school and what I noticed. Um, so I think that's really important and that is really what I want to pursue as a teacher. Um, yeah. That's wonderful. And I think there is this line that you have to dance as a teacher between being what you want them to do and what they want to do. Mm -hmm. as a, I mean, you as a teacher and them as a student. Yeah. And also being like, you can show them things. You can bring new perspectives. I think that's a benefit of having a teacher versus yeah. being self-taught. That when you're self-taught, it's just your own fascination. Mm -hmm. And a teacher can be like, hey, you really like, I don't know, um, it, to keep it in fashion design and graphic design. Yeah. Um, have you ever thought about silk screening on fabrics? Like, have you ever yeah. thought about silk screening on this fabric? Have you thought about this and that? And you're like, I've never thought about that before. I'm going to try mm -hmm. it. Yeah, Just yeah. Broadening perspectives, but then also being okay with saying, like, yeah, okay, they're not interested in it. They don't, they don't have to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree with that. I love that. Nice. And so um, we connected through a student takeover at Divereka. Yeah. And you mentioned the business station and mm -hmm. the part of InDesign education being shaped as a designer, as an artist, mm -hmm. but the lack of presence of the economical business aspect yeah. of design. And here that we're in a podcast about creative education is that I, I also see this as a trend. I think that as creatives, we're many times so focused on making great work that mm -hmm. we forget that somebody needs to want it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let, let's dive into that. So can you like summarize for the audience what your views are on that side of education? So I think um, that's what I also told my teacher um, the last year because we got business like literally in the middle of our graduation. You're not thinking about business when you're busy with your graduation. 
because you did not have it at the beginning of the year. So I, the question that I asked him was like, why don't you start to educate, to educate um, your students with this in the first year? Because it's really important to, to see how to position yourself, how to position yourself in the world, um, because you're not going to make things just for yourself. It's always for someone else, even if you're like an autonomous designer and you just want to create what you want, you always make something for an audience. And um, you forget that if you don't, if nobody tells you that in the beginning. And I think that's really important and that it really helps to position yourself as a designer and also give you confidence in it um, because, yeah, that's just a lack of, of it in school. And I think also that they should imply, yeah, imply it yeah, in the first year and not have just a business station and put it like, we had, I think we had three classes or four classes of business. You cannot, yeah, you cannot grab nothing in those four classes. It's ridiculous. I, I agree, especially because we spent four years thinking about our positioning statement. Yeah. But as you as an artist, as a designer, it's like, yeah, but at one point I'm going to have to talk to people who are not designers. Exactly. To, to tell you about an experience that I had, I saw there was going to be uh, students from the fourth year. This was, I think, in the spring or beginning of this year or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, they were going to be presenting at the CIC, which is like the venture cafe, the when people go for startups. It's a networking event mm -hmm. in the center of Rotterdam. It's really interesting. You should go. I will send you a link to that. It's, yeah. it's really cool. Okay. And they said, yeah, um, fourth year students from transformational um life design that that mm -hmm. one that one major that nobody knows what they do yeah, um, yeah and they were going to be pitching so i thought like okay this is interesting i'm going to go not as a student of the verica but i'm gonna as a business owner because i own my own business mm -hmm. and i went to the presentation and nobody had taught them what a pitch even was <laughs> i thought What a loan from the bank. Mm -hmm. And I started asking her questions like, what? How do you decide for this bank? How do you decide for this loan? Mm -hmm. And she took a low interest loan for seven years. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, do you have any chance to liquidate the loan at any, at any point? She's like, no, because I took the low interest one. And I was like, it would have made more sense for you to take a higher interest one that yeah. you can liquidate quickly because then you can if you work hard and if you manage your money correctly, finish that loan in three years instead of being hooked to the bank for seven years. Yeah. yeah. But it's, but it's that knowledge and that financial literacy that we're missing in education. And then it manifests more strongly in creative education. Definitely. Yeah. At least in my opinion. Yes. So if you could like fix well, so you think that um, business station and the business side will be taught from first year mm -hmm. for the entire part of the education. What do you think it's that key thing to help people? What is it that the key thing a young designer should know? I think um, seeing the work that you have as a designer, because I think that was my biggest challenge until now, um, seeing what you're worth as a designer and, and the impact that you can have as a designer. Um, also, like how to position yourself as a designer, as an artist. It doesn't matter if you're a freelance artist or that you're an autonomous artist. You always need to, to know how to position yourself um, um, yeah, and creating a clear vision. And creating a clear vision doesn't mean that you cannot experiment or that you can change it, but know what you want and go for it. Um, 
And definitely the financial part, how to manage your finances, um, see what you really need and what you don't need, because they also say, yeah, you need a Mac. That's what I experienced at, at um, when I studied at Grafisch um, Lyceum, also in Rotterdam. Like, yeah, you need a Mac, and you need this, and you need that, and you need that. And it's so much, and you're a student, and you have barely have money. And then you have to buy all those expensive stuff. And it depends. You cannot always get a loan. Um, and I wouldn't recommend even to get a loan because if you're in that system, it's really hard to get out. But also, like, if you have a loan, how can you get out of that? And how can how can you pay off your debts? You don't learn that at school. I think that is really important um, and things that they should bring also in art school. Um, yeah, how to do that. Uh, yeah. Of course. And for me, it would be to don't charge hourly charge per project yeah because if you go for hourly the problem is that you you say like okay it takes me 20 hours to do a logo mm -hmm. i'm gonna charge let's say to say a ridiculous number 10 euros per hour yeah that would be 200 euros yeah but then you get better and you say it's not gonna tell me take me 10 hours it's gonna take me two hours so yeah. because your skill is it's getting better because yeah. you're becoming faster at your work you're making less money Yeah. So you charge per project and say a logo, again, say a ridiculous number, it's 200 euros. Mm -hmm. If it takes me 10 hours, I'm, I'm getting 20 euros per hour. If it takes me one hour, I'm getting 200 euros per hour. Yeah. So okay. that would be my, my key thing for people. It's like, don't charge hourly, charge per project. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point that you're putting out there. Yeah. I had the same thing because I was really struggling with, okay, um, because I started actually my design business when I was, I think, 16 or thing. To create a buzz on social media and i'm like okay before we start older and wiser mm -hmm. where are you in the development process of this product he's like no i just had the idea okay and i thought you're making something for human consumption that means that you need approval from governing bodies that would allow you to sell something people are going to drink mm -hmm. you have to create a formulation you have to figure out how you're going to produce it you cannot just cook this in your kitchen no And he had none of that done. So I said respectfully, thank you, but no, thank you. You're not ready to yeah. do this part. And now you're pointing out this. I think that's also an important, important part, like um, that you can say no to people that approach you instead of just taking it because you think it, it gives you money, but really being specific about who you want to work with. And don't be afraid to say no. That's that's because that's a mistake that I did made also. Everything that I could get, I was getting it, but not for the good reasons, and also not in the right conditions. And that, yeah, it doesn't help you further, actually. Yeah, and that's a learning curve. I still have that problem. I, I still like jumping. The, somebody tells me I have this idea, and I'm like, this is so exciting. Yes, I'll do it. And then I'm into it, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard though. It's really hard to do. But really important and to yeah, just learn how to do it and figure out different ways and yeah. Um, where do you see creative education going in the future? Now that we have this digital component that you can yeah. learn anything on YouTube, you can learn, you can reach out to people online. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we're gonna lose that human human interaction? Do you see value in that human to human interaction? Personally, I see a lot of value in human to human interaction, and um, like we had a whole COVID thing, and there we saw. I think that it's so important that we have human-to-human -human interaction. We are made, I or I believe that we are made for that. Um, but 
definitely we're going to a more technical way, a more um, way of getting education online. Um, and that's also good. But I think it's so important to have that, that or one mentor that understands you and where you can go back to and ask questions to and, and a person that really challenge you also. Um, but I don't think that, for me personally, what I noticed is as a fashion designer that I really didn't need school. I just went to school actually for the paper more, what I experienced. Um, and I had more value in the people that I found, uh, for example, yeah, my grandmother who learned me stuff um, and other people that really um, helped me to understand how business work and gave me more insight about that. Um, so I think the the, the um, yeah face-to-face contact, the human-to-human contact is really important um, still. And I hope that people are going to appreciate it more because now we're, we're living in a fast-paced world and everything we want to learn quick, but we forgot forget that we need to take time to really understand things and to really get into design and really understand what design is. You cannot do that in three seconds or in one year. You need several years to really understand it. Um, yeah, so I think, what, or what I appreciated more was like my internships um, to really go in the field, uh, more the old school side. So personally, I hope that people are gonna appreciate that again um, in combination with like self-studies and online studies. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Do like you can't uh, give an example, maybe you, maybe you can tell me if you agree with this example. Mm. It's not the same watching a YouTube video about how to thread a sewing machine than actually having to thread it. Definitely, because then in your head, you think that you know how it works and then you have to do it and you're like, ah, what should I do now? And everything is getting stuck. So yeah, definitely doing. I, I'm more a person of doing instead of just seeing things and then think that I can do it, but I can't actually. <laughs> I saw this really funny video on YouTube. It's um, I really like this YouTuber. I think she, I, I think her kids are very cute and she's very funny. And mm-hmm. she got a sewing machine for herself, and then she bought. She was like, I've never sewn. I used a sewing machine in my life, and I'm gonna learn. And I found this really cute fabric, and then she showed the fabric, and I saw it, and I was like, that's stretchy fabric. That's your first fabric, a stretchy so material. No man, that's that's painful. Yeah, <laughs> you need a different needle, and you 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 need to know how to sew it because you're gonna mess it up. Yeah, it's like no, you go for like a cheap canvas or something that's hard <laughs> that you know. Or she was uh, making the pattern, and she would not put the pattern on. It. She would like hold the pattern sheet and cut it in her hands. I was like, no, you put it on the table. table. What's wrong with you? Why is this happening? Imagine me watching the video thinking like, no, I wanted to reach into the screen and be like, I had that in graphic design uh, when I saw people in the, using the riso printer Mm -hmm. and putting transparent paper in it. And I thought, no, that paper, that paper doesn't absorb ink. It's going to get stuck. It's It's going to get, and then pulling back and saying like, okay, it needs to get stuck. It's going to suck that I'm going to be here for two more hours, but you learn by experience. Like some yeah. things you have to live through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like getting paid a dumb small amount of money for a lot of work. Uh huh. Or pitching a terrible pitch and being like, yeah, that sucked. And, yeah. and so on. Yeah. But then also getting the courage again to do it again, even if you messed up the first time. 
yeah and developing that thick skin to be like okay i failed once i can i can fail like fail and fail again feel better the next time yeah exactly yeah. well thank you so much for this interview sakisha this was really really fun i think we got into really cool topics uh mm -hmm. can you tell the audience where to find you and are there any books movies designers that you would recommend oh cool um so yeah first of all i really like talking with you it was amazing it was really fun to do this podcast and i enjoyed it i also learned a lot about um, yeah what you said um you can find me soon at my website studio unexpected.com um and for us for the rest you can find me on instagram uh facebook um my final project of my graduation is also on youtube by the way so if you want to check that out um also studio unexpected um and there are definitely a few books that i really like um i have a book here what i'm busy with branded change we got it uh, with the branding classes and it really um, points out like the important part important parts of how to brand something and how that all works um also with templates and everything and and cases yeah it's it's really good it's really i love that book so i really would recommend that one there's also another book I'm gonna What's the name it. of the book again? Brand the Change. Oh, Brand the Change. Okay, yeah, cool. I will send it to you. And there's another book. I uh, where is it? It's about um, pricing as a graphic designer or as different artists, web designers, and it explains how the pricing works and also shows you visuals. I'm gonna I'm gonna send the name because I cannot remember it right now. But does it happen to be a yellow book with black letters? No, it's a blue book. Okay. I thought it was the same book that I'm reading. Okay. Okay. That one is a really good one. Um, the book Rich That Poor That. I don't know if you... I'm that reading one. that one right now. Oh, it's so good. It's I'm amazing. currently reading that one. It's really good. That one, um, I am reading a book right now that I got from my husband. It's Talent is Overrated. Um, also a really good one. I'm not finished it. I didn't finish it yet, but it's a really good one. So it goes about um, how we can get success and that it's not just about talent, but also about the amount of work that you put in uh, in yeah, an effort in, in your work. Um, that one, I had another one. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, it's about effectively. Okay, I'm going to send you that the title too. But it's, I forgot. It's, it's, it's cool. Really one. I will I will link everything, of course, in the show notes, like your information, your contact information, and all these books because I think they're so valuable. Yeah. And yeah, just we we thought a lot of things like yeah, books are overrated. No, books are not overrated. Books are not overrated. They're good. Yeah, really, really. And oh yeah, there's one website. It's called Kingdom Investors, and that one is a Christian. Um, it's a Christian. Um, website and it's about like how to put the principles of the bible into business and how it works for you so it's really interesting um yeah so i would recommend that one too it's a website and uh, the guy is david hutchin out of my hat and he created that platform uh, so yeah really interesting guy and he came one time also to our church to give a sermon about how i st how he started and he was in the military first and how he fell down and how he built everything up again with 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 yeah the principles of, of the bible so it was really really interesting also wow that sounds so cool i will definitely yeah. link that in the show notes as well nice so, thank you so much sakisha this was a great conversation mm -hmm. and yeah i really hope you have a great day definitely you too thank you for everything and inviting me it was an honor uh to talk to you and uh, have this conversation so thank you so much it was fun
It was my pleasure. Well, we raised a lot of points on this conversation. And I love it. I love having these kind of conversations with people in which we can be critical about things, always in a respectful way. And yes, I hit my finger on the table right now. That was the sound that you heard. And just be honest about things that we think are missing and be respectful in how we present our criticism. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I always hope that. I think that's going to be my catchphrase. I don't know. Well, anyways, you should really uh, look up Sakisha and her work. As you can hear, she's a very special designer in the sense that she graduated fashion design, but she's working on graphic design because there's a lot of connective tissue between the two. And I personally really like her work and recommend it. You'll find links to that on the show notes, as well as links to all the books she recommends. I have my own thoughts on Rich Dad Poor Dad. Maybe I'll make an episode about books specifically. And yeah, I have a lot of thoughts about it. Like I have a lot of a lot of thoughts about a lot of things, clearly, because I have a podcast. But yeah, I hope you like this episode and that you'll we'll look into Sakisha's work and that you will reach out to her and build a connection because this what it's all about, building connections and sharing information about creative education. Thank you, dear listener, for joining me again today on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You'll find links to my guests' information, like their website, their Instagram, to maybe the recommendations they made on the show notes, as well as a couple links that you may use if you want to support us in any way. But we appreciate anything you can do. If you give us a review, that would be great. If you share it with your friends, that would be awesome. And you'll find also links to our social media accounts if you want to just get in touch and give us your feedback. It is amazing to be able to make the show and to be in your ears. Stay curious. You'll keep learning and to talk again next week. Bye.